Hello and welcome to the program. You can visit the website anytime you like. It's rte.ie forward slash Mooney. Busy program ahead of us tonight on Mooney Goes Wild with our regular panel of Nile Hatch and Greystones, Ainini Launa at her home in Terenure, and Dr. Richard Collins in Malahide. And boy, oh boy, have I got an email for you guys tonight. We get lots of emails to the program. We endeavour to answer as many as we can. Some we bring to your attention on air, and that's what I'm about to do now. It's from Philomene Declare. And she says, Dear Derek and panel, I always enjoy listening to this programme and thank you for all your commitment to the natural world and the interesting ways you bring this to listeners. Well, that's a good start. She goes on. I'm emailing to check an observation pertaining to the gender of animals. Hmm. Is there an assumption that nearly all animals referred to are male or might some be female but referenced male? For example... The delightful story captured by the photographer in Carlingford about the salmon and the whale, with both referenced as he. He had taken a photograph of a dolphin and it seemed to be playing with its food, if you remember. We discussed it on the programme. I'm wondering if there is a normative naming of animals as he or were both animals gendered male? 40 minutes into the programme, she goes on. Richard references a leopard seen some time ago. Again, the leopard is identified as he, and therefore implied gendered male. To explore this, I suggest listening back to this episode and collect data and see if or how many of the animals observed and referenced are female and how many are male. It seems that animals gendered female, or she, are somewhat invisible. Is Michelin Mass Philomene Declare? Well, Philomene, I think you're onto something. Let's put it to the panel, shall we? Ainini Launa. I have to say she has a point. Um, and what really infuriates me is when people are talking about bees and bumblebees and worker bees and they call them he when everybody knows that the, they're all female. And it isn't just happening on our programme, perhaps. I mean, emails come in all the time. They're always referring to what is this little guy and what is this and always referring to everything as male. And I suppose it comes from the pursuit long ago of people always being described, the humans being all described as males because the males were the only ones that ever did anything. But it's, it's, it's a bad habit and I don't approve of it at all. And I don't like when I referred to as a male just because Aina can be a boy's name as well as a girl's name. It annoys me when I'm called Aina and then I'm called a man as well. But we should we should be saying she or he indiscriminately. We shouldn't be saying he see it or it or you know these other things we should say and the animal occasionally we could say he but the animal we could say she and just let it go at that not to get hung up too much about it. Richard well, it's an interesting one, and there are various conventions. For instance, if you take ships, I think they are invariably named after females, except in the case of warships, such as the Tirpitz or the Graf Spee or the Hood or things like that. So there is that convention there, and it goes way back. But it's probably grounded in religion, because God is he, 
And he has a son, according to Christian theology. He hasn't got a daughter. He has a son, and he had 12 apostles all made. So, and this kind of convention arose. But in certain places, it pays to be female. If you were on the Titanic, you'd get in the boats if you were female. In the First World War, you would be sent over the top if you were a male. <laughs> so there's it swings and roundabouts. I prefer to use the word it where possible. It's anthropomorphism to call an animal a he or a she. Mm-hmm. It should be simply called it, but it's very impersonal. If yeah, want to be- yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the email, it says, uh, f- 40 minutes into the programme, Richard references a leopard seen some time ago. Again, the leopard is identified as he, and therefore implied gendered male. Oh dear, oh dear. I don't know why I thought it was a male. Anyway, mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. Ten <laughs> lashes, definitely. All, all right, Niall. I think it does come down to unconscious gender bias, which uh, is a a problem all throughout society. And it is something that we all do need to overcome. Uh, There there are various cultural reasons why that is there, but we do need to to change our mindset on this. And it's just, it just happens uh, in many walks of life that there's an unconscious preference or assumption of masculine gender towards things. And and, and that's not right at all. Obviously, when describing an animal, if you do know the gender of the animal, then using he or she is absolutely fine. Many birds, for example, the plumage will differ between the males and females, it's, it's quite easy to tell which is which. But I think in most cases, referring to them as it or the species or whatever, that, that that's probably the way to go. But it reminds me of a very interesting conversation I had just recently with a friend from the Czech Republic. So she's an ornithologist and she was asking me, in English, do we think of various birds or different creatures as being he or she? Because English, of course, we don't have genders for our nouns and many, many other languages, including Irish, do. So she was saying that when she thinks of a particular type of bird in Czech, when she's describing it, that bird or that mammal or that insect, whatever it may be, it will be a he or a she, depending on what the gender of that noun is, regardless of what the actual biological gender of that individual is. And I found that very interesting. It's a totally different way about, of thinking about biology. And because we're, we're speaking in English, when we're talking about these species. It's one that we're not really conscious of. So I found that really quite fascinating. Well, in future, guys, if we don't know if it's a he or a she, are we all going to say it? Probably, yes, indeed, I would imagine, if we have to be on our P's and Q's. But speaking of language, I mean, the Irish word for a girl is Colleen, and Colleen is a masculine noun. English has dropped these masculine and feminine descriptions of nouns. But in Irish, for example, they're there as well. I'm going to call them it in future, not to get into trouble, unless I know I'm talking about a bee, and bees are all female doing all the work. Richard? Well, I should depend on the context, oh, I think. All right. Think okay. right. Remember, in the in the case of birds, the glamorous plumaged ones are the males. So when you're scanning a flock, you'll see a shoveler. Oh, there's a shoveler there. It's a male, mm-hmm. of course. Not always. You, by and large, it is the males that are glamorous, that attract attention, and that are known. The females mm. are the drake, the well duck, known. the male is very colourful, and the female is. is drab. Drab, yeah, that's the good example of it. So, so just to be fair to everybody, from now on, we should say it unless we are sure. Are we all agreed on that? Yeah, yeah. fine. Okay, thank you very much, Steve. Now let's move on. 